on April 12, 2021, on CNN International Internet. There was a story about a pastor in the Southern Baptist Church group who announced that homosexuals and lesbians and other sexual deviants were welcome at his church. I did not read the story, but when I read the headlines, I just said, oh no. Things like this show us that we are growing much closer to the coming of Jesus. For Antichrist in the church is one of the keys to the coming of Jesus. When churches fall away from doctrine, that is one of the keys to the coming of Jesus. Let's look at what the New Testament Bible says about the subject of homosexuals and lesbians. Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For either, even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. In the Bible, we have the example of the men of Sodom who went after strange flesh. In every quarter of the city of Sodom, were groups of homosexuals. God sent two angels to Sodom to deliver Lot, Abraham's nephew, before God destroyed Sodom. Angels look like natural men. They do not have wings. And therefore, when the men of Sodom saw these two men come to Lot's house, they thought they were just regular men. They did not know they were angels sent to destroy Sodom. So when these homosexuals in Sodom realized the two men had come to Lot's home, the homosexuals came out, in the Bible it says, from every quarter of the city. They came out demanding that Lot turn these two men over to them so they could have sex with these two men who were really angels sent by God to destroy Sodom. Genesis 19, 4-7 But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. These homosexuals were in every quarter of the city of Sodom. They were all over. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? 
bring them out unto us that we may know them, have sex with them. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Lot knew they were wicked. Lot knew the homosexuals were doing wicked acts. And Lot said to them, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. God's view of the subject of homosexual lesbian is all that matters. And we see that in the Bible as we read the various scriptures. Before Jesus returns the second time, churches will fall away from scriptures and will set up other doctrines, which shows us Antichrist reigning in the churches. It's not one Antichrist. There are many Antichrists in the churches, in the pulpits and in the congregations. For all of the people in the congregations who fall away from scriptures and prefer other doctrines other than the Bible are Antichrist, opposite from Christ. Paul says in 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 3 and 4, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day of the Lord shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Antichrist was coming through the churches, through the temple of God. As the people fell away from Scripture, Antichrist could move in, in the form of the ministers, but also in the form of the congregation who were willing to put away Scripture from themselves and follow another doctrine. In 1982, God said to me, the falling away are not people leaving the churches. The falling away are the churches leaving the scriptures. In the end times, churches will set up their other doctrines, different denominations. They'll leave the real churches who hold fast to the scriptures, and they will go set up other denominations. And they will preach a doctrine that is not the doctrine of Christ, of the Bible. They will preach another doctrine which approves humans. And they will have huge crowds because they omit the things that from the Bible that would offend people and cause people to be saved. This is Antichrist. The Apostle John tells us in the Bible that there are many Antichrists, not just one, many. 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists. 
whereby we know that it is the last time. Even in the days of the Apostle John, the Apostle Paul, there were many Antichrists coming into the churches, and when they couldn't get their own way in the churches, and the churches held fast to the doctrines of Christ, those Antichrists would leave the churches and set up their own churches. In speaking with the elders of the church at Ephesus, the Apostle Paul said in Acts 20, verses 29 and 30, For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. Paul said to Timothy, Preach the word. This is in 2 Timothy 4, verses 2 through 4. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort, with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and be turned unto fables. This is what we are seeing today in many churches. These are the antichrists of the end times in the churches. Concerning the Sodomites of the Old Testament, 1 Kings 14.24 And there were also Sodomites in the land, and they did according to all the abominations of the nations which the Lord cast out from before the children of Israel. 1 Kings 15.12 And he took away the Sodomites out of the land and removed all the idols that his father had made. 1 Kings 22.46 and the remnant of the Sodomites, which remained in the days of his father, Asa, he took out of the land. Second Kings 23.7 And he brake down the houses of the Sodomites that were beside the house of the Lord, where the women wove hangings for the grove. Deuteronomy 23.17 there shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor a sodomite of the sons of Israel. Isaiah 3, 9 The show of their countenance doth witness against them, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil unto themselves. 
The minute they come out in the open, they declare their sin as Sodom. The minute they stop hiding in closets, they declare their men their sin as Sodom, and that brings the wrath of God. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil unto themselves by openly declaring their sin before all. Jeremiah twenty three fourteen. I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem an horrible thing. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers that none doth return from his wickedness. When you remove from the church the truth of the Bible, they don't repent. They instead feel like they are approved. So to let homosexuals and lesbians come to church without repentance, without returning from their sin, without the knowledge of their sin, is very evil because it strengthens the hands of evildoers that none doth return from his wickedness. Jeremiah 50 verse 40 As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah and the neighbor's cities thereof, saith the Lord, so shall no man abide there, neither shall any son of man dwell there. In the end time, this entire heaven and earth will be destroyed by God. We see that clearly in Second Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 14. The destruction of this earth by God because of the sins. Before that, we will have the great tribulation upon this earth. And then the heaven and earth will be shaken, where the stars fall from heaven, the sun does not shine, the night is dark, no moon. For the powers of heaven will be shaken before Jesus returns, after the great tribulation. In Matthew 24, at the end of the chapter, Jesus says, immediately after the tribulation, Immediately after, the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then will they see Jesus coming back through the clouds. And at that time, the dead in Christ will be raised first. And then those of, who belong to Jesus, who are still on the earth, will rise. Jesus will send his own angels to the four corners of the earth. There will be a sound of a great trumpet. And his elect will be taken off the earth before the earth is completely destroyed by God. This is what the Bible teaches us. But as homosexuals and lesbians and other sins of this world increase, we can know that the coming of Jesus and the great tribulation and the destruction of this present heaven and earth draws closer. And especially when we see pastors, such as this Southern Baptist pastor, welcoming 
all of the homosexuals and lesbians and transvestites and other perverts into the church without repentance. Now, technically, the church are the people who are born again. That's technically what the church is. The saints are the people who are born again and have the Spirit of God. And if you're born again, you do have the Spirit of God. If you are born again, God has revealed himself to you. It's not that you just went forward and were baptized at a church and joined a church. No, you had a religious experience if you're born again. God revealed himself to you, and the primary characteristic of being born again is being changed by God. Just automatically, you're changed. The minute God reveals himself to you, you're a different person. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. You're not like you were before. You're totally changed instantly by God, not by learning to change, but by God. You are made into a new creature by God, and that means you're born again. And the key thing on identifying if you're born again, have I had that personal experience with God where he has changed me? If you have not, I recommend that you just fall down before God and beg for his mercy. For God does as he wills. The elect of God, the church, are the people that God has chosen by his own will, not by the will of the person. Romans chapter 9 explains that. There will never be righteousness on this present earth. It will just get worse and worse until the wrath of God comes. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, 2 Peter chapter 3, 13, look for new heavens and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. We'll never be able to make this earth righteous. We are simply waiting for the return of Jesus and waiting to be taken off this present earth, which will be destroyed by God. 2 Timothy 3.13 But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. It will just get worse and worse on this earth until Jesus returns. But God will remove his people before he destroys this present earth. And he will take them to the new heaven and the new earth, which is created by God. We know that by Revelation 21. We also know that by Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10 through 14. We'll stop and read all of Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10 through 14. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. 
the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. This will happen before the great tribulation. Verse 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. Everything we can see with our natural eye will disappear. It'll be burned up. Verse 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for all such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. We keep ourselves in peace constantly. For when a trouble arises or something arises to shock us or disturb us, or when we dread something, we turn to God in prayer, keeping ourselves in peace by turning to God in prayer. We do what Paul said to do in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Throughout the day, if a problem arises, or if we're troubled about anything, turn to God and do this. Verse 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. This is what's going to keep you in peace. If you learn when something happens and you're troubled, stop. Turn to God in prayer and talk to him about this. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We just read that scripture in Second Peter chapter 3. And Peter said the way we should live is to live in peace. And this is the way we live in peace. By keeping ourselves connected with God in prayer over the problems of this life and the concerns of this life. And Jesus said, pray that you may be found worthy to escape. We are worthy to escape when we turn to God and connect with him. Therefore, pray Turning to God, connecting with Him in the time of the trouble. When you see the trouble each day, when you are troubled by what they are doing, stop. Stop what you're doing. Turn to God in prayer and talk to Him and let Him bring peace upon you. And this causes you to be worthy to escape that which is coming upon this earth because you are connecting yourself with God through prayer. We will be taken to the new heaven and the new earth. One of the things God showed me so clearly is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. We will meet Jesus in the air. Why? This present earth will be destroyed by God. It won't even be here. Jesus will come and raise the dead in Christ first. 
and they will all be in the air, not on this earth. They will be raised to be in the air with Jesus. Those who are still living on this earth who belong to Jesus will then be raised to meet Jesus and the others in the air. They're not going to be on this earth. It's going to be destroyed by God. The unrighteous will be on this earth. The righteous will be taken to the new heavens and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. And the Apostle John describes this in Revelation 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.